suggested some sort of a grand extension. Ruthless aggression. Allow me to introduce you to the new general manager of Raw, Eric Bischoff. Who in the green hell are you? I lie, I cheat, I steal. And at WrestleMania. Hello and welcome back to Dits vs. Josh. It has been a minute since we did any of this stuff. I believe the last time that you heard me and Josh together on this very show was like back in August last year. A long time has passed, but I'm going to start things off straight away. I'm not even going to get into like the nitty gritty of anything. I just need to get this bragging out there and remind everybody I'm 3-0 up in this whole thing. So we're not pressing reset. We ain't pressing reset on this shit. I'm 3-0 up. What say you, Josh? Are you still gutted about it all these months later? Well, listen, there's a lot going on in the world right now. We've come back at a time where the world's in shambles. Um, but, of course, uh, I have to just... Uh, I have to mention the fact that the world might be in shambles, but you certainly have not forgotten the fact that I've not got a win in this um, you couldn't throw a dog a bone in this case. Um, we're literally <laughs> I remember recording all the important this. things. We have the same microphone, guys, and some. I just noticed this as we were starting this little recording today. This has a blue microphone, and I have a red one. We have the same fucking exact microphone, and that wasn't by design. Well, I don't think it was by design. I mean, I just got a red one because I like the color red. <laughs> and I got blue because I like blue. But it's meant to be. It must be. It must be a sign that this show could have should have come back at some stage. We knew we were going to get it back eventually. It just... It, it took a long time. It just took ages. <laughs> and now, you know, everyone's kind of in like a state of we don't know, really know what's going on in the world. So it's like it's now or never. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we might be dead in like we don't two know. days. We really don't so know gives, what's going on. It gives people... Uh, well, we're recording this today, so obviously it comes out tomorrow. So people get one day to digest this before the world ends. So enjoy yeah make this the last thing that you listen to oh god <laughs> yikes um and now it's on my own network which i didn't think i was ever going to do i mean yeah before we get into anything let's just talk about that for a second like you got lowly fucking dits over here with you know just a, a basic wrestling podcast really and then you have no, sell yourself a, a, short. A, a struggling youtuber and then you have Josh fucking with his own network, riding high. It's just, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, we're not on an equal footing anymore. I feel like a peasant. I feel like I should be kneeling down at your feet. I'm not going to because I'm free nil up, but I, I feel that's, that's, that's what really needs to happen. But well done. Are you, it's a bold, are you done complimenting move. me? Because I'm, I'm just going to keep on, keep complimenting <laughs> me. Just, I'm here it, for well, it. No, it is. I understand. It's risky because this could all just fall flat on my face. But I'm like, if I'm going down, I'm going down swinging. You know. I I don't think it'll struggle. Like you <laughs> got you've got a lot of fans. You have got a lot of people that love you. I don't know why, but you do. It's the underdog mentality. This is <laughs> yeah. up here now, but they don't call it a comeback for nothing. You know. <laughs> Fight no, from underneath. I'm I'm happy to be a part of it. I'm very honoured that oh, you. I'm in fact, you actually divulged this. To me, 
before as well as far as what you said to me before anybody else because obviously i needed to know that i was going to be a part of this show you and queen were the only people that knew because queen got it out of me because <laughs> it's queen <laughs> and you know how queen is <laughs> um but you and queen were the only people that knew but even like i don't even think like you and queen knew the extent you kind of knew like the basis of it but wasn't the extent. And I still have more tricks up my sleeve. Trust me, I've got more things to throw at people, but I ain't getting that. We're just in launch week. This is just the first episode. Well, the <laughs> second thing back on uh, on the network. So um, that's later. And we w- there was so much planned for WrestleMania week stuff, but now it's like, is that even happening? Probably not. Like, it's probably not going to happen. So um, I ain't, I'm just going to kind of just... I can still do podcasting from home, whether we're going to a lockdown or not. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone knows this about Australia, but they're on the verge of announcing in the next couple of days whether we have to go into self-quarantine nationwide. Oh. Yeah, well, they're trying to avoid what happened in Italy and stuff like that. They're just trying to keep it, which is, I mean, for the long term, if they, whatever, two weeks, no people, not the worst. And yet here we have our prime minister say, just wash your hands, guys. That's what you need to do. Just wash your hands. We'll keep everything open. Don't worry about it. It's so wash your hands. crazy time to be alive, to be completely honest, before we get into anything. It is a really weird time to be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, everyone's going into a panic. There's people losing their lives and there's people, you know, all of these cases. And it's everywhere in the world. Usually when it's like something like this. You know, you can be like, oh, that's bad, but it's not happening here. It's like, no, it's happening everywhere. <laughs> but it's just on different levels, I guess. I know the UK have got a travel ban from going into the States, haven't they? Uh, as of today, I think it was. So even, I mean, if, I mean, let's be honest, it's probably not going to happen. But if WrestleMania did go ahead, nobody would be able to fucking go. Yeah, and anyone yeah. coming into Australia has to self-quarantine for 14 days upon arrival from, if they're coming in internationally, even if they're an Aussie coming in from wherever, they have to self-quarantine, so... And it's police-enforced. Like, if you are caught and you're a, you're, you've come in from the country, um, it's committing a crime, and you will be fined. Some people will be up to jail time for people that test positive for coronavirus and stuff like that, so they're enforcing it over here. I mean, it's, it's drastic, and it's pretty, like, intense, but I, I think it's necessary... I think. I don't really know. No one really knows what's going on. <laughs> really. We, some people are like, it's a cold. You'll be fine. And some people are like, you are going to die. And other people are like, just wash your hands. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm just over here doing my normal thing. Having to work in retail is real fucking fun at the moment. Oh, I, I can imagine. I've seen some videos that oh, are hell. pretty outrageous. Brawls? Or... <laughs> Brawls yeah, and, that... and fighting and, and abuse and um, it's just crazy. They say about like this five, in Australia at least, 500 people or more, you can't have like a social gathering or anything. But supermarkets are fine. I would have seen like a lot more people in Woolworths at one stage yesterday than 500. So um, I guess I'll just die. I guess that's just the... <laughs> Fuck me, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like Black Friday, but instead of people buying like TVs and shit, they're just buying toilet paper. It's, it's toilet paper and noodles, it... and like <laughs> it's just and like complaints and getting yelled at, and it's just it's a lot. But I mean, what can you really do about it? At least I got to sit down and watch Backlash. Yeah. <laughs> well, you sound you sound uh, you enjoyed the show. Yeah, the the high points were really good. Yeah. 
but we'll uh, <laughs> we'll get into the uh, the lowest of lows, and they are the lowest of lows. For anyone like, there that was hasn't some listened there. to the first. 3.5 episodes. I'll say 3.5 because it was like a pre-debut episode. Um, they're available now, so I'd suggest pausing this and going in uh, and uh, listening to those. They're all available on the on the network. I believe I have them on my YouTube. It's If you're listening to this exclusively on YouTube for whatever reason, I believe I have them on there as well. Um, but it, it's all available on the network, so uh, go back and listen to those because uh, we both have opinions going into this show about Raw and SmackDown. I have a very big opinion on Bradshaw. <laughs> it's just so much Bradshaw, and I just I didn't I didn't realize because you forget so much crap. It's been a long time since I've watched all of these shows in, you know, in succession of one another. I'm not usually I can't remember, or I know I like moved at some stage from one town to another, and I didn't have the access to wrestling for about three months. So I could have honestly missed these episodes and just not realized that the mega star of Bradshaw on Raw. Um, <clears throat> man. Uh, today is a Backlash 2002 review. We were going to do watch-alongs, but it's not really... It's just our time zones are different. It's too long and it's just too... It's too hard for us to do. Maybe somewhere down the road we might do a watch-along here or there because um, I've never, Maybe, never really done I mean, well, I think we could probably... I mean, this is a long time away because this is obviously a week on week basis that we're going to be doing this now so there's a long time until we get to wrestlemania 19 however we could we say now when work... we get to wrestlemania 19 that will be wrestlemania season next year exactly we're going to be doing wrestlemania Ooh. it'll be up to wrestlemania season so well assuming wrestlemania takes place <laughs> next year as well um yeah but we could we could probably work something out maybe for the bigger shows to set aside some time and um, do a watch along podcast. If that's something you guys would be interested in anyway, cause that's going to be a long damn show. Um, live stream, live stream. Hey, 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 um, any ideas though, shoot them our way and we'll consider anything. Um, but yes, it is going to be a nice review show of, of backlash. It's raw heavy. I will admit that it's, there's more raw than SmackDown on this show. I mean, you've got to lap this up whilst you can because these rare moments are when we can actually be friends with each other yeah, and can. talk about the show. But then after that, all the gloves are off. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, I just... Oh, no, keep the, well, keep the gloves on because you don't want to get any, like, dodgy viruses that might be kicking yeah, around. Yeah, especially... I don't... Who washes their hands anyway? I've got a bottle of hand sanitizer over there and I'm scared I'm going to get robbed um, if I put that out online. Maybe I'll edit that <laughs> line out of this podcast. Um, if you hear it, do not come to my home and steal my one bottle of hand sanitizer that I got. Sadly enough, I got for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> my mum was prepared. She was like, I know there's a virus coming. She knew. My hand sanitizer. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Um, I have clean hands, but I'll wear gloves. Um, I've lost my train of thought in that sentence. If you didn't realize, whatever. Backlash, hey? Um, it's certainly a thing. That happened. Well, it did happen. We just watched it I mean, now. It, in hindsight... Like I, I remember having this on DVD, like obviously many yeah, I moons ago. Saying that. Yeah, and in my head, I was just like, this was a really good show, and that just shows how much I've changed since I was how old would I have been then? Eleven years old to twenty-eight years old. Like because there's a lot on this show, I was just like, oh, for fuck. Oh. So, but my memories of the show were positive. I was, I was six years old when this show came out. Wow. 
baby Josh. Yeah, that's 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 wow. That makes me feel a little bit old. Not Magsy old, but old. Yeah, well, no one's Magsy old. He's like, <laughs> keep him away from the coronavirus, if you know what I mean. Just keep him safe. Cherish Mags. Um, but yeah, it it not necessarily was a bad show, which we'll get into in a minute. Well, we should probably start, shouldn't we? I mean, SmackDown was first. Um, I couldn't. You you took notes. I did not because fuck that. Um, but. I remember, don't worry, I remember all the shit I need to remember. But do you, did they, where was this show taking place? Don't know. <laughs> you, hey, I Noted. don't, I take notes, but not in depth. Come on. Noted. I remember the first, hey, the, the intro, the pyro, Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler were on commentary the whole night. I didn't yeah. realize they did that. I thought they had the two different announced teams, but obviously that didn't come into effect until like, this is the first pay-per-view ever with a brand extension so i guess what i can tell you that i can remember from memory not without notes is that the original theme to backlash 2002 was creed don't remember the song but i know it was creed it's definitely not creed on the network no i noticed that too i'm like what's this generic this is yeah i was like this is some stock music shite i'm listening to right now Mm. streaming which i i I believe will be a theme throughout this entire thing oh yeah (laughs) Oh, Each yeah. passing pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, we're going to hear some stock themes. Um, not for all of them. I know some of them have their original music. I guess it's just streaming issues and copyright issues. They maybe... Well, they didn't know they were going to have a streaming service 18 years later. 18 years? Holy fuck. It's been that long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, this is... That's, that's, uh, is that classified as, like, retro? I guess Classic. So. I guess so. When you think of like, there's people watching wrestling now that went alive when this came out. Oh, yikes! I that, yeah, that's a depressing thought right there. I don't seem so much of a baby now. Oh, gross! <laughs> Can I be eighteen? Um, I'll just shave my beard and I'll look eighteen, so I'm good. Um, yeah, you do. You got a bit of a baby face yeah, going do, on there. I do. It's good now. Well, it's kind of annoying because people are like, mm-hmm, I don't think you should be buying alcohol, young teenager. And I'm like, get absolutely fucking wrecked. I can <laughs> buy alcohol if I want to. I just can't afford it because of this noodles that I have to buy at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I don't know where Backlash took place. Anyone want to hit us up on Twitter or leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube? Where did Backlash Erica. 2 plays in 2? We're not going to look it up. Can't be bothered. I don't want to do that. Who's organized in this thing? But I do know what started it, and I'll let you take the lead because it is SmackDown. Yeah, this is uh, – I mean, you got to lap this SmackDown stuff up because this is the last bit of SmackDown you'll get for a little while. Um, we opened the show with the Cruiserweight title between uh, Tajiri, the challenger, and Billy Kidman, the champion. And I always find that – like mad, like with pay-per-views around this time, I think they usually always did start with the Cruiserweight title. Yeah. It sets a nice little tone. And yeah, it did set a nice little tone. Hey, you men- you're forgetting to mention one very important aspect of, uh, aspect of this match. Someone did accompany Tajiri to the ring. Oh, of course. Tori Wilson. Yes. In full um, oh, what, Komodo gear. Yeah. Um, looking very, very sad yeah. that she has to wear that it. Was and her, she's Billy kind of... Kidman and her were married at the time, weren't they? Really? Yeah. That, did you not know they were married? No. Yeah, I know they had like know. a thing in WCW. but They were married. I don't know if they had a divorce at that stage. I believe they were still together at that stage. You can fact check me if you want, but I'm, um, they were married. Yeah. 100%. Huh? Huh. So blood. I don't know. I... Weird circumstance, <laughs> probably watching your 
uh, husband getting beat up by your on-screen boyfriend. Well, not boyfriend. Well, I guess, what was the I, relationship? I it... you're, you're the SmackDown guy here. What was the relationship I, with Tori? And... I think they were together, and then Tori messed up. And then, obviously, Tajiri went a bit possessive. Heel Tajiri, by the way. Sign on the dotted line. What a fun little he, time. He's great. And I've actually put this in my notes. I've put Tajiri. I mean, it's just, it literally is three words. Tajiri is awesome. But you don't need to say any more than that. Like, he's, I've, I forget, like, how, I've said it before on the previous episode of this first of Josh. Like, Tajiri's fucking awesome. Like, he really he is. is. Um. And saying that, Billy Kidman as well uh, was another guy. I, I, I liken him to Tony Nese. Mm. Mm. I thought that one. I was watching that. I was like, you know what? That's kind of got, I'm getting Tony Nese vibes here. I think Tony Nese is a, can do a little bit more. But um, yeah, I kind of got those vibes. Not just because they've both got long hair, but. I mean, but I guess this is very much like if you look at today's work rate and then look at that work rate, there's. There's certainly, there's a difference, obviously, because it's just a different style in general. Yeah. But there's elements of what you see now. It's like the seeds being planted. And this is the most, a couple of other matches as well on this card, but this is the most like what we get on a standard level today. This is like a standard level match in today's landscape. But back then it was like, whoa, wrestling's changed a lot. Has I mean as we go through this <laughs> this review of backlash that will become very evident. Um, but I I, did, I I actually enjoyed this match. I I put in my notes it was a decent opener. But I think I was being I think that's harsh actually. I feel I thought it was actually pretty it's good. Really good yeah. The crowd were really into it. I like the the buzzsaw kick is just great because Tajuri he puts them in. He he lays them in. <laughs> they look and Kidman good. kicked out of that buzzsaw kick as well. Oh yeah, the finish was a yeah. fucking missed, wasn't it? Red miss. Yeah, he, he missed. Um, he missed. Ah. <laughs> uh, Billy Kidman missed the shooting star press. Then uh, then uh, Tajiri hit the buzzsaw kick, kicked out, and I was like, "What? Who kicks yeah. out of the fucking buzzsaw kick?" Um, and then, of course, yes, it was the red mist. Ah. And we've been saying. I remember we were always saying that on this versus Josh, like. Have you got the mist? No, we didn't get the mist this week. Did you yeah, get the mist? No, we I did. Mist. Now we got the mist. Mist, come on! And you got raw. You got raw mist. You didn't get green mist. You got red raw mist. I guess it's a heel thing. Uh, I guess. Yeah, but I don't like the color red when it's when associated we were recording. With... Like last time, this was pre Oscar getting mist, wasn't it? Uh, yes. So we're not accustomed to seeing the mist on television. Like we are now because of Oscar, so it's kind of cool. I don't know. Just a the mist. Little... The mist was a lot different though. Like there seems to be like more of it. And like when he blew it into Kidman's face when he set him up for that power bomb, like it was like it just seemed to be like streamlined and a bit more like together. Whereas when Oscar does it, it kind of flies everywhere. But to do is that, just like, is that <laughs> like by design though? Do they want more of the mist all over someone's face so it's kind of like you can't miss it? Can't miss it. <laughs> so you can see it it comes across on camera and it's like oh she's got mist on her face yeah because i think we've i think yeah i think whenever asuka's done it like when they obviously pull away and you can kind of see like the results of it it's it's spread all over the face all over the body and stuff like that but when tajiri does it, it's more direct so i think when i saw kidman's face it was like kind of like half of his face and it's in his eyes yeah um Um, i want to know what they actually use for that mist yeah who knows surely well obviously it's something that wouldn't hurt you Hurt your eyes. Yeah. Uh, well, unless WWE's like, fuck it. Give him <laughs> fucking poison or something. 
some kind of weird but, poisonous mist and it will actually burn you so you can't kick out of a roll-up, essentially. Why does that make you not be able to kick out of a pin? Because you can't see? Uh, it's, it's, it's funny you say really that. I, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was literally watching that and I was just like, yeah, but you're still... You can still use your basic, arms. basic roll-up right now and you're just... Whatever, flailing. Because cool. cool. he, he sits I right. As soon pop. as the pin hits, he, sit, he sat right up holding his face. Just like yeah. you were capable of sitting up then, but you just weren't dead. Like, what's. I always what's going pop on? for it. <laughs> Why? I always am like, fuck yeah, the mist. Even when Oscar does it now, I'm like, yes, mist. I, Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I do like the mist. There was a few times when I thought, ah, we're going to get the mist. Oh, we didn't get the mist. Oh, we're going to get the mist. Oh, we didn't get the mist. And then that, that moment power when you watch Boom. Backlash, you're like, fuck yeah, we got the red mist. Tori's. Ha- well, Tori seemed pretty happy. I'm, I'm excited to hear. This is a fun part of this show is that I'm excited to hear through your way of telling it only what is going on with Tori and Tajiri. That is going to be like my favorite thing, I think. <laughs> I'm saying it now. I think that's going to be my favorite thing to hear from every week because I'm just going to be like, I'm not rebutting any of this. This is just going to be like, what is going on with Tori and Tajiri? I'm just excited I, for it. I, I, I would agree had I not listened back to our first couple of episodes and realized just how creepy Vince was. Um, I've, I've had, yeah, creepy events. I had that reminder when I was listening to it. And I think that will top Tori and Tajiri with relative ease. Mm, okay, cool. Well, that match was fun. I will. I like that match. It was a good opener, good way to start the show, especially for what and, come up next. And we have a new cruiserweight champion as well. Oh yeah. New cruiserweight champ. Is yeah. that like, I don't know. Cruiserweight championship wasn't really around for very long at that point. Was it? Billy uh, Kidman the first. I try to. It wasn't during. It wasn't part of the invasion angle. I don't. No. Think. So it come in. It was literally a thing from the draft, wasn't it? Because <sighs> they had like the women on Raw. The women's title. Oh, the women's title was everywhere though, wasn't it? At one stage. At this point, I think the women's title could be defended on any show. So I think. I think it was only on Raw. You know, the women's title, and then Sm- if you were on SmackDown, you just. You were just, you just a, had to accept. You were just a lady <laughs> that was happened to be on SmackDown, or you were like snogging Vince. That that's that's your title. Or Tajiri. Congratulations. <laughs> or um, Tajiri. Because yeah. really, Tori, there wasn't that many women on SmackDown anyway, was there? There was Tori. Nah, and I, was... Yeah, I think it had like Tori, Dorm. Well, obviously, this was a little bit later, but like Dorm Marie, Sable, and, and yeah, that was like oh, you get oh, you get Tori and Dawn Marie. No, Al would... Wilson, baby. Oh my god, that is like a like a podcasting dream. Is just to follow <laughs> that. What a story! Oh my god, jealous. Although Katie Vick. Oh yeah, that's what's coming up, guys. We're <laughs> we're not stopping. We're going on the. We're just on a trajectory here of just going up. I get to review someone fondling a dead woman. That is, yeah. I'm not actually lying. That's genuinely a storyline that's coming up, guys. Spoilers. Yep, that's a sentence that happened. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of shit that happened, Bradshaw is, is, is next in a backstage segment. He's standing there getting ready to, did he get interviewed? Or was he just standing uh, No, he, he, he bumped into his, his good old pal, Farouk Smackdown's, from SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown and Raw aligning here. What mm-hmm. traitors. What the hell, Bradshaw? See, Bradshaw. And, uh, can't they trust missed. Him. Um, they missed 
just to add to the the terribleness that is Bradshaw, they went to fist bump as Bradshaw's mu- music hit. So he was he was getting ready to go, and they went to fist bump, and they fucking missed it. Oh, I was just like, fuck you can't Bradshaw. even get that right. <laughs> I wish and I, I think they tried twice as well. It was like two air fucking fist bumps. Oh, Bradshaw's the way. But he, like, he met up with um, Farouk and they were like, blah, blah, blah. MWO bullshit. Because Bradshaw's in a feud with the NWO. <sighs> for some reason. I- Kevin Nash <laughs> got suspended for, like, destroying Kane, right? Is that... I think that's what happened from memory is that he destroyed Kane with like a chair or something. And then they suspended Kevin Nash, but X-Pac has Kane's mask. (laughs) Yeah. It's all, yeah. It's all very, the NWO in WWE is just not it. Yeah. It's not fun. It's just, I I don't, I I don't think I liked it then. I don't like it now. I don't remember liking it when it was not, I don't want to shit on it and say that it was awful because there were certainly moments that were okay, but it just, from what it was, like NWO and WCW was, that was WCW, well, it was at one stage essentially just the NWO because there was like 200 members of the NWO. Um, that's really not that much of an exaggerated number either. There seemed to be that many people in the NWO at one <laughs> stage, but it was so different. And then you kind of, with the NWO, it's like literally you have to take over. You can't just be a part of the show. It has to be the show. And the NWO was just kind of slotted into feuds with Bradshaw. Of all fucking people, Bradshaw. <laughs> and not even like JBL, like cool JBL Bradshaw. It was just taken away from Farouk Bradshaw. Just a yeah. Texan. That's all he was. It's not appealing. No. And then he, so he has a match coming up, obviously, from this backstage segment with Scott Hall. Um, who's just coming off of fighting Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Okay. <laughs> what a weird uh, time, really. Like, Stone Cold is bigger than that. And that was when Stone Cold was not in a great spot with Vince, I don't think. Well, he yeah, yeah, said that. Yeah, he was, this is around the time where I think he was... Well, he said it himself about taking his ball and going home. I think this was around that time. Would have been just before, yeah. The, yeah. So he was he was already thinking of walking out the door um, at this point. And obviously that will be escalated by what we talk about later on. <laughs> that happened in Backlash. Um, but with this match, it's – oh, God. it's There's so much wrong with this thing. Oh, I don't even remember any spot in the match other than the – the spots where it clearly should have ended. Like, clearly, it should have ended. By the way, so, NWO come out, X-Pac's in a cane mask, Scott Hall's wrestling, um, Bradshaw, and then, to even the odds, Farouk comes out, who is still a member of SmackDown, by the way, just making that clear. Um, I understand they're all under one roof, but he is still a member of SmackDown, but he comes out to even the odds, and the match starts, and then it's just downhill from there, really. Yeah, it seemed to be like it. The match. The, all I literally remember are three things. Number one was Bradshaw punching Scott Hall, and Scott Hall instead of like going, oh, "I've been hit," and like staying on his feet, he would fucking bump. He would go. He would drop straight down to the deck, and I'd be like, "Okay, this is really annoying." And then number two, there should have. I. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but this wasn't a no disqualification, was no. it? No. 
and Farouk right. clearly Farouk, hit. Yeah. He clearly <laughs> hit him. Like, he clearly hit Scott Hall. I was like, and the referee was like this. So, for anyone, I'm going to try and describe what I'm doing. I, me and Diz can see each other on camera at the moment. He was literally, like, looking directly at <laughs> Farouk, hit Scott Hall, and then go, get in the ring. I went, bitch, that's a DQ. Look in the textbook. That's a DQ. Scott Hall should have won right there. And the worst thing is, that wasn't the only time it happened. No. X-Pac attacked Bradshaw. I was like, it, I've, 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 I've definitely missed something here. Like, one is bad enough, but two, I was like, there's got to be like a... WWE do it now. They'll just throw a random fucking no DQ stipulation in there without anybody knowing about it. And I was like, that must have happened. Like, and, I, I must have missed and it. Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler did not say anything. Like, they didn't mention the fact that he just, like, he just blatantly hit him. He blatantly hit him right in front of the referee. And Jim Ross and Jerry Lola, I was, like, waiting, and they were just silent. And I was like, say something, JR, anything. Just say something. And they were just, like, sitting on their fucking hands doing nothing. It was just really odd. Scott Hall went over, yeah? No? Did Bradshaw win? Because <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, Scott Hall won because he um, hit Bradshaw in the ghoulies oh, yes. and uh, rolled him up for a one-two-three. Oh, very uh, shit. <laughs> that would it, yeah. be my rating. Very shit out of five. <laughs> uh, well, in my notes, I put not a good match. <laughs> Especially coming off that first match, which was pretty damn good, and then this yeah. match... Not so much. I mean, it bodes um, well for me. Yeah, you know. but even still, I mean, fuck me, dude. Like, it's just anything with Bradshaw <laughs> in it, I think I'm just going to, like, biasly dislike. But even if I Bradshaw was the best wrestler in the world, I'd be like, oh, man, that wasn't that was not good. <laughs> I don't think a positive word will be said about Bradshaw until he comes to my show and becomes JBL. Yeah, and I'll be, like, all for it. I'll be all ears, like... Tell me about how great JBL is because he was mm -hmm. absolute shit over on the red brand. He was terrible. Um, coming up <laughs> next, though, I don't have notes, but I believe it's my favorite part of what's been my favorite part of Raw for the last three weeks. Uh, for the last three episodes has been the women's division. That was next, right? Correct. And it's Correct. Got... We had the women's title, oh. Trish Stratus against Jazz. By the way, we would, me and Ditz were having a bit of a conversation when, not too much about when we watched this, and I was like, women's title, what, you know, fun. You, you, you said this, and I'm paraphrasing, I could get it right, but in the DM you said, I forgot how great Jazz actually was. And I, I have that in my notes. I put, oh no, no, I don't have it in my notes. But I do remember that Jazz, um, I, I, was, I was impressed, to be the fair, match, because I don't... So, yeah, so Jazz and Trish have been going at it. I've... I remember sending you multiple Snapchats of all the spots that these ladies were doing because some of them were brutal. They were getting hit in the head with championships and they were getting like, there was a lot of stuff going on and they weren't getting a lot of time on Raw. So that just goes to show you don't necessarily need time to get someone invested. I mean, I'm going to be invested because of a certain woman that's involved in this, the greatest living human maybe ever other than Renee Young, which is Molly Holly. Um, she's just, oh, what a woman. She comes out in that, 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 those black, trouser things and that white shirt looking like a teacher and you're like oh man i oh shit here she comes um so trish come out to a huge reaction <laughs> so i gotta stop you there i've actually put i've put in my notes josh's wet dream mm. with molly 
What a woman. I mean, I knew we'd talk about it. And she used to be a superhero. I mean, are you a superhero? Had she been a superhero at this point, or was that to come? No, that was when she first came in, Mighty Molly. She came in with Hurricane in the, well, after she just come in, or was it? During the invasion, she was the she was Mighty Molly. She was with Hurricane because Holy Sidekick Hurricane. It's Mighty Molly, and she did the thing and then the thing, and she had long blonde hair. I remember because I remember that six pack challenge at Survivor Series two thousand one, where Trish won her first title, and she was Mighty Molly in that. Ah, see, I I thought that when he was with Rosie, no, that they were like she a was, that, that they were like a trio. In, Molly come in as. The ho- with the Hollies, obviously. Um, that's how she come in, and she was in love with Spike, right, in, like, the early 2000s. Like, might have been yeah, the yeah. 2000. And then when the invasion, obviously, because she was in WCW, she aligned with the invasion side and was with Hurricane. Somehow that come of thing that she was his sidekick, I think. Obviously, <laughs> stuff happened in between, but, you know. And then she become a heel. Pure and wholesome, by the way. Pure and wholesome. And Jerry Lawler, like, climaxes when he's, when she says that to him. Like, oh, shut up, Jerry Lawler. Oh, yeah. I actually counted, like, every single time that a new female appeared on the screen, the word puppies oh. was thrown out there. Every single one. Apart um, from Jazz. But, yeah, so, obviously, Trish was going for the championship here against Jazz. And then Molly Holly came out. Um, and everyone was like... What the hell is Molly doing here? She's not meant to be here. Um, but she, of course, hates Trish Stratus because I think every heel hated Trish Stratus in the women's division. That's just how it was. Um, and she ended up beating up Trish. And then out come Jazz. And she also beat up Trish. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, this this match wasn't spectacle by any means, but it certainly wasn't bad. It was much better than the match previously. Oh, God, It yeah. did its job. It... it, it um, made Jazz look pretty vicious, and Trish is an underdog. Trish is always kind of the under... Well, not always, but at this stage, she was the underdog. This was before she even had her, like, you know, her song that she has now. Like, she had that... That song. And the porno song. Her. Yeah, the like, it was like, kind of low-key, like, that, wasn't it? And, like, Lita was off doing other things. At this stage, Trish and Lita really hadn't done a whole lot together. So it was before all of that. Trish was their golden girl, really. That was just what it was. It was about getting the championship to Trish. I think that's pretty obvious at this stage. And it was, like, Jazz and Molly that were her adversaries. However, it wasn't to be Trish's night. Mm Mm-mm. Because I, Jazz applied, and this is, this is out there. She applied an STF properly. Yeah, she did it properly. It wasn't fucking John Cena's version the of the STF, which like, doesn't make any sense. It looks like you, uh, you might nap. as well hold his hand. Yeah. Uh, well, as long as he washes them. As long as you wash them first. Yeah, of course, you gotta wash them you don't first. want to touch anyone's hands. Um, and uh, Trish, did she tap or did she pass out? She. Tapped. She tapped because I remember the crowd being like, oh, fuck. We wanted Trish to win. Because, um, all jokes aside, Trish was really over. <laughs> like, Trish she really was, was yeah. Like, she was getting, at this, like, even at this stage when, I think this was a bit of a transitional time for the, the women when they were like, they were like, you can wrestle a little bit, but also we want to see skin. That was basically what 
what the women's division was, but there was a lot of good workers in the division and they were slowly getting increments of like jazz can go out there and wrestle. Trish was on the, on the improving stage at this point. Like she was getting better. Um, Molly and all the others, ivory, Jackie, like they had a lot of good workers. So at this stage we're in a bit of a transition, but she, the, the girls were getting over, especially Trish and Lita. Obviously Lita was always kind of over, but they wanted to see Trish win here. So it was, I mean, it's wrestling one Oh one stretch it out as long as you can. I'll be, I'll be interested to see where this goes mm. and on your I show. Mean, and uh, they get hit in the head with championships and Molly's just great. Oh, <laughs> what a woman. Imagine and Molly Holly and Renee Young on WWE backstage every week. I would just, I would take the day off work every week for it. I'd be like, oh, here we go. Backstage, Molly Holly and Renee Young. Fucking dream team. Actually, I actually thought you said Mae Young then. I was like, that'd be a bit fucking creepy. Well, Mae Young's not alive. So. Well, exactly. <laughs> I thought it's going to be Katie Vick all over again, just oh, with boy. Molly Holly. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> but yes, Jazz went over with a expertly applied STF, and it actually looked like it'll choke someone. Yeah. And I appreciate Jazz looked good pretty wrestling. brutal. Yeah, and Jazz, what did she, I believe her saying was like, the bitch is back. Or something like that. She would say that a lot. And uh, she can... I'm pretty scared of Jazz. Jazz would... <laughs> jazz, especially in this day and age, like this this time period, Jazz would kick my ass. I'm sure she'd still kick my ass now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know what she, I don't know what she does these days, but I'm she sure she would. She was in the AEW thing a couple months ago, wasn't she? That battle royal. She was bald. She didn't have any hair. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Battle royal gimmick. You know, yeah, that's true. Increments of five for some reason. Um, but yeah, Jazz won, and I liked it. And it's my favorite part of Raw, because it isn't Bradshaw. <laughs> Bradshaw cannot get involved in this women's championship match. Well, that'd be I interesting. I hope not. I would cry. <laughs> I would literally cry. What was next? Match four. Uh, next up, we had something I actually enjoyed. I enjoyed this part of Backlash. It was Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. in his debut match. Well... Not dead. Well, it is official match for WWE. His first one against Jeff Hardy. Yes. Um, Accompanied by Lita. Yes, because basically they had a pro- they had a promo package for this. They were pretty in, um, invested in this story. Um, for anyone that doesn't remember or hasn't listened to the first few episodes of this show, uh, Brock Lesnar killed Matt Hardy. Um, that's pretty pretty easy way to put it. Because Paul Heyman... Sniffed Lita's underwear. <laughs> I'm not uh, actually kidding. At one point, he smelled Lita's underwear. Really, that that actually happened. People that say storylines for women have gotten are still bad. They're a lot better than they used to be. The conflict of this was he sniffed Lita's underwear and then said he liked it rough. Yeah, I, the, the, I, I've completely forgot that this was a thing. Like when I saw that promo package building up to this, I was like, this is really weird. <laughs> weird and strange. And like, you wouldn't be doing that now with this fucking oh, coronavirus oh, kicking about, I'll tell you now. Oh, God, no. And Matt, you don't want to shake someone's hand. You wouldn't want to sniff <laughs> that. I mean, 
And not only that, it's fucking weird. This little potato fat man is in the women's locker room, by the way. No one's going to mention the fact that he's in the women's locker room going through Lita's suitcase of gear and going through and finding his favorite Lita underwear and sniffing it for Lita to walk in, tell him to leave. Then he gets right up next to her, right in her ear and says, I like it rough. Huh? Then proceeds to bring out her suitcase on the stage on the latest episode of the last episode of raw and go through it all. So then Matt comes in to protect his girlfriend and then Brock Lesnar destroys him. So then Jeff Hardy by associations like I'll fight you because you destroyed my brother and I like my brother's girlfriend. She's a nice girl. Basically. That's the story. Yeah. Essentially that's the story. I mean, it was still fine because weirdly enough it worked. I know that's weird to say. And not only that, the Hardys always were over, so Brock getting one over on the Hardys is a great way to introduce Brock. And it was a great way to introduce Brock because he was brutal. Like, I mean, you look at Brock now and how dominant he is, but then you see him, like, at this period. Mm. Jesus. Mm. Like, especially the way the match actually finishes. Like, Jeff gets a little bit of... Like offense in there, kind of like what you get now. Like you get Brock dominating for the whole match, and then you get that little brief spell where there's a little bit of hope for the baby face, mm-hmm. and then it's just squashed, literally squashed. Um, and yeah, Brock hit those power bombs, which were not light. I'll put it that way. They were no. pretty heavy power. <laughs> they were pretty heavy power bombs. There was, like, a, you could, you could there was one shit. they showed in um uh. Like slow mo, and you see Jeff's head bounce, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah, I was like, um, "Ouch!" And then uh, it was—I think I believe it was ref stoppage rather than a pin. Yes, yes, it was. Of course, in Brock's favor, not Jeff's. Oh, <laughs> Jeff would never get a stoppage. <laughs> Jeff hit Brock multiple over. swanton bombs. <laughs> Out goes Brock. Um, no, it was after those power bombs and. I noticed something, something I have in the, in my head that I wanted to make sure I pinpointed in this was that Brock used to do the F5 so differently and it was more, yeah. he, he does it now and there's a little bit more of like a, this is, I don't know how I was to put this, but like a wee, just like throw them kind of deal. <laughs> but Welcome now, to boxing. <laughs> wee, wee. Um, but n- then he like, he held them all the way and like he pushed them to the ground. It was a lot more brutal. I mean, both ways are still fine, but it may be just the person he's doing it on too because Jeff doesn't really give a fuck, Um, especially at that point. Jeff was all kinds of fucked. So he just destroyed him, and Lita just kind of stood there, and then Paul Heyman yelled at Lita and saying it was her fault. I feel so bad for Jeff. He's defending the honor of his brother's girlfriend. (laughs) It's not even his girlfriend. (laughs) He's like, I'll do it for you, Matt. (laughs) I'd just be like, I'd honest, if it was my brother's girlfriend, I love my brother's girlfriend. She's a great girl, but I'd be like, you're on your own. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, uh, I'm not fighting for you. <laughs> I kind of feel obligated to do this. It's like, oh, just F5 me already. So this is done. I don't want to die like my brother. Um, but yeah, this continues. I know that. I know that for a fact, from memory, this goes on further because they're not done. Obviously, Matt's away. Um. I guess we'll see on Raw when we we come to you next Monday, but oh boy, he 
Mm. Brock, it, shitty theme music and all, Brock prevailed. Oh, yeah. I forgot that he had, like, that really generic. Yeah. It was more like, generic than this stock music they used for the pay-per-view. I can't even remember. Um, like that, there you go. I can't even remember what the themes. It was like dun 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 dun. dun it was just, yeah, just some some stock music. They were like, hey, oh my god. Um, but yeah, it happened and it was brutal and it was one of the more interesting. The more I wouldn't say that it was certainly not the best match of the night, but it was certainly one of the more compelling. Like I like to see where it goes, especially because we know where Brock is now. It's cool to see his rise. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, I always tend to forget, like, as much as, like, this was my favorite period, like, in wrestling, like, and Brock was a huge part of it, because obviously I, I I didn't get to watch Raw, which is, of course, why you do Raw, I watch SmackDown, which is, of course, why I do SmackDown. Uh, Brock Lesnar was a huge part of why SmackDown was successful, and yep. there's so much stuff that he's done that I've completely forgotten about, you know, so that I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing, like, Brock's little rise from this match, because he's obviously part of Raw at this point. Yeah. Um, but when he comes over to SmackDown... That's soon. If anyone... I don't know if you soon. have dits. Have you watched the Ruthless Aggression documentary series on the net on the WWE Network? Not yet. Mm, there's five episodes. But I've heard good things. There's five, Some of it's a little bit false. Like, the first episode... Slight spoiler, but whatever. Um, they basically said Vince McMahon is a visionary because he went through on his own and changed the WWF to the WWE. Alright, so we're on to the next match. I believe it's Edge and Kurt Angle, which is... Hmm. Well, it's SmackDown, so I'll let you take control. Uh, well, it will come as no surprise to anybody listening to this that, for me, this was match of the night. It was very, very good. Yes. And I've, I've actually praised this on Twitter a, n- a number of times in the past. Um... And Kurt Angle actually responded it uh, to the first ever time I did it, um, kind of backing up the point that it was a fucking good match. Um, and I knew before we'd even went into this, when I saw this was on the card, I was like, it, it jolted in my memory because I always knew it was Backlash. I wasn't sure which one it was. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, at least out of this entire show, I know I'm going to get one good – well, not not even good, one great match. And it was. like from, oh, yeah. From bell to bell, so good. There were no – um, I actually put this in my notes, so I don't know if you remember, but I put there were no rest holds whatsoever no, in this wasn't. match. This was just go, go, go. And it wasn't like, it was it was long, but it wasn't like the longest match I've ever seen. It's not like they were having a 30-minute barn burner. Like, they got enough time, certainly, but it wasn't like it was consistently long. Um, but yeah, there was nothing. There was no slow points in this match. It was pretty much go, go, go from the time they, uh, from the time they, uh, the bell rang, really. It was a really good match. Very much today's kind of formula. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it kind of mirrored... Uh, I put in... I always... I'm referring back to my notes again. But I put Suplex City, bitch. Like, the amount of suplexes in this match was insane. There was a but lot. it wasn't like... It wasn't to the point where it was just like, oh, God, another suplex. Like, it was like... Uh, yeah, it's like... The, the triple German suplexes, you had like belly to bellies, you had uh, belly to belly off the top rope, you had like different variations of every every suplex you can think of, chances are it was in this damn match, like it was, it was good. Yes, by the yeah. way, everyone, by the way, just uh, quickly before we go on with this match, if for some reason you only hear my voice in some parts of this, or for the rest of the show at any case, 
Dits may have to run away because <laughs> he has a sick ch- he has sick kids at the moment. <laughs> yeah, we, coronavirus has hit the Dits Dits household. <laughs> um, so if for any reason in the next however much long we have left for the show, it might just turn into just Josh talking about backlash. But it's fine. You've been here for like an hour. It's okay. Things are more Fair important. <laughs> It, it wouldn't be that bad because the, the back end of the show is pretty bad. Oh, so you can take it. God. Um, but yes, this match was very good. Kurt Angle won this match with, after a number of angle slams. Uh, uh, yeah, I think Edge Edge kicked out one. And I think the second one he hit, he actually yeah. managed to get the free count. There's a lot but... of back and forth. This is when the SmackDown 6 was forming. Yes. So it was very much but that you, time. You're forgetting the classic angle spot. Which happened in this match? The chair shot. Oh yes. Rick ricocheting <laughs> off the ropes. <laughs> Classic. I, it, oh, it pops me every single time. Yeah. And I knew it was coming as soon as he came in. I was like, here it comes. Dunk. Angle's great. And this was when Edge um, was given a chance to be Edge. Yeah, like, like you like could the, kind of see. Yeah. I, I actually think like when you look at like move sets and like all that kind of stuff, Edge like had more to him at this. Point. Obviously, Edge would become obviously a better wrestler. As time went on, but his moveset was actually quite. Yeah. So then maybe a re- he was certainly as crisp as he ever was. Maybe there because he was fighting. You know, what I mean? he was fighting to get to the top. Once he was at the top, not saying Edge was never great because Edge was always great. Edge still is mm. great. <laughs> um, but it's just they just had a great match. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's. I mean, you get wrestlers that have chemistry, but. What these and then two you have, have Kurt Angle, <laughs> and then yeah, then you have Kurt Angle and Edge. Throw them together because this this isn't over. Like we see more. I I oh, what's the next paper? I think the next pay per view is Judgment Day. Yes, I believe. so. And I believe this is going to be the hair versus hair match. Mm. Um, so we've got another month build towards that of Angle and Edge, which mm. I am more than happy to watch yeah, that's every like... single week. SmackDown became the wrestling show, so you get stuff like that, which is really, really cool. When Raw is much more entertainment heavy, um, there's still yeah. great wrestling on Raw. Don't get me wrong, there's still great wrestlers and great wrestling, but <clears throat> SmackDown was wrestling heavy, Raw was entertainment heavy. That's just how it eventually became. Maybe not so much right now, but it eventually became that. Um, both still had elements of the other, of course, but uh, yeah, that's what it can. But Edge and Angle. Just wonderful stuff. Uh, I, think, I, see, I think it's the only thing I've put on here where I've put great match. I put that in capitals as well. Great. Great match. Very, very good. And yeah, like- I, I, it's, in fact, oh, I actually... <clears throat> excuse me, Corona. Um, I actually say that it's match of the night, but it's not easily match of the night no. because you, you, as a raw brand, almost... yeah. It's Almost like, if you're going to follow deal. that... We'll go into that. You, you either have to... Is it the next match? It is, isn't it? It is the next match. Yeah, it if is. you're going to follow that, you either don't try or you really fucking try. And they really <laughs> fucking tried. Um, we had the IC title match. It was Rob Van Dam defending... Defending? Yes. Correct. Uh, against Eddie Guerrero, which, I mean, on paper, it sounds as great as Edge and Angle. <laughs> On paper, at least. And they tried. I mean, it was a damn fine match. It was, it was, I mean, I just remember watching it and I go, like, 
it, I was expecting like a slow, obviously not, I would never expect like a slow match between Eddie and RVD, but like in terms of like match placement, I thought, oh, we're going to get Austin uh, Taker at this point or the SmackDown tag titles. But no, they threw these two together straight afterwards. So back to back, like like nowadays you wouldn't get that because the I think the fans Ebbs would just flows, be exhausted. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You need that flow. But Backlash were like, no, screw this. That like perfect show theory. Throw it, just throw it in. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah, we had back to back like really, really good matches. Like the, I think these two matches, to be honest, saved Backlash for me. And in fact, actually, when you look at, in fact, you got three matches. You got Brock Jeff, which was story. More, more so than the match and i loved brock versus jeff because of the story being yeah. told um, and then you have that yeah yeah exactly and then you have edge angle which of course was great and then eddie and rvd which honestly isn't that far behind edge it angle doesn't, it doesn't get like a lot of you don't really think oh what's my you know great match to watch you wouldn't really put on it eddie and rvd but you probably you probably could and you probably should um really really good stuff obviously a Pretty simple battle. I see title, battle of the frog splash. Who does better frog yeah. splash, in your opinion? Ooh, um, different, two very different frog splashes. It's it's hard because RVD's got the theatrics of the and five the stars. So, so the way he gets up there, the height, the 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 cell that higher. he does when he lands. Oh, whereas, jokes. whereas Eddie, I mean, when Eddie does it, he Eddie's kind of, more textbook. Eddie's yeah. More the technical way of doing a frog splash. She has the hands hooked, which I appreciate. It's kind of the the thrust of it. That's a weird word to use. But then RVD's <laughs> is, it's the five star. He gets higher. He, it, it looks visually more cool, I guess. Maybe. To a casual person, it probably looks cooler. But to the actual, like, how you should do it, Eddie does it better, in my opinion. Yeah, thinking about it, I w- yeah, I'd say Eddie's got it. And... Eddie can get distance on it. He got it. He got it. He hit a very long distance frog splash in this match. And I think it hit him in the face. (laughs) Oh yeah. The the finish was definitely frog splash right to RVD's nose. Um, But damn fine. Good match. There's not really too many like spots. I can tell you that are great in this match. Just the flow of this match really worked. And Eddie won. Um, I like a good title. Cheat to win. Shock. Uh, I like cheat and steal. The only way. If you're not cheating, you ain't trying. Um, That's kind of true. Um, but <laughs> I really did enjoy this match and I'm excited to see where this goes. Cause certainly there's a little bit more from them, um, with RVD and Eddie, I'm sure, uh, from memory. So I'm excited. And RVD is one of those characters that is better in a chase than having a championship. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, to be fair, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter what RVD does. Like I've always been, a. A, a massive fan of RVD, and you've, you've, and again, it's like I'm gonna we're gonna say this so much over the course of this series. Like you forget how good these these guys are. Like I mean, I mean, Eddie is always like renowned for being a fantastic wrestler, and that's just purely because he is. Yeah. But with RVD, you know, you had so many things that overshadowed all of that kind yep. of stuff. Um, I agree. But then so when you go things. back and watch his stuff, it's. Like he's he's very very good, very good, um, yeah. and you get to enjoy him over on Raw, whereas I get to steal Eddie at some point. Eventually, yeah. So um, I can't remember that? when he comes to SmackDown. There's but... a there's a big there's another like low key shake up kind of deal that happens after SummerSlam. Um, I know that because of the ruthless aggression series. So 
that's when we get like a bit of a switch because I know that Christian come over and Jericho and, and stuff like that. So I know that I get those people. Um, cause you have Jericho at this point. Cause Jericho cuts a promo here, doesn't he? Is it here? Or is it? Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. He, he, it's the generic one that he's been cutting on SmackDown for the last couple of weeks. Um, saying that, you know, he should be what, like, why is Hogan getting all these opportunities, you know, for the title? You know, it was only like last month where he was main event in WrestleMania, you know, kind of like I'm better than everybody. So why, why do not, I not have a match at backlash? That was the gist. And it's not the last we see of Jericho oh, no. on this show oh, either. No. I mean, it is, it is pretty crazy that Jericho was main eventing WrestleMania and then not in a match or in some kind of a story heading into backlash. It is pretty crazy, but Jericho's jacket and his pants <laughs> should be booked for that alone. My <laughs> God, he used to dress. Well, he still does dress pretty fucking weird, but um, Jer- has Jericho ever not been great, especially at talking. I mean, wrestling. Yes. But like, especially at talking, he's just very good at promos. No news, no shocking fucking news there, but I mean, I like um, like I said, like he's cut this promo for the last like three weeks, but like I don't mind hearing it time and time again. Like there's always, there's been a variation. Like the key word throughout the whole thing has been has been, you know, like, everyone thinks he's a has been blah 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 blah. Like, but it doesn't matter how he spins it. Like I'm invested in anything that Jericho says, whether it be a promo in the ring, whether it be a promo backstage, doesn't matter. And an interaction with a wrestler doesn't matter. It's always good, and it's and it's like that with you know a few guys in this era, mm. but I think Jericho is he's certainly, up there, top, certainly up at there. least top three. Yeah, um, but moving on, we did have this match that on paper you look at the Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and you go fucking yes, yeah, sign me the hell up. But this match was <laughs> slow. Yeah, you, this is the point where you wouldn't say Backlash it now takes a dip in form, but it. It really does. Like Flair was the and referee, by the way, and there was lots of NWO stuff. This ma- I'm looking at the times on Wikipedia. This match was the longest at the night, clocking at 27 minutes and three seconds. Fuck off. Was it that long? 27 minutes and three seconds. The That is the longest match by five minutes on this show. And it was long and it was slow and there was so much happening. I don't even want to get into logistics of this. Undertaker won. He it was for the number one contendership to the uh, the undisputed championship. Um, Taker won because of stuff that happened. But <laughs> take us through the finish. Uh, I mean, the finish was annoying to be. Mm. I mean, Flair. I mean, I, t- I told you this before we even started recording for the show. Um, like Flair throughout this match, like really the way he was counting pins annoyed me and the fact that it was just constantly like, I, I don't know like i don't know if you got that feeling just the way he was getting was down just, and counting this the whole pit, match just... just shit me off i watched it on my own <laughs> i said aloud, i said this to you before but i said it out loud while in my bedroom with nobody around um i literally said end this fucking match out loud <laughs> i couldn't even keep it in my brain i had to just say it to get it out there but you know um 26 minutes later and it did um but I can't believe it's. Tw- I can't believe you said it's twenty-seven minutes and three seconds. I don't. I, I mean, I I knew it was long, but not that long. That is ridiculous. It's just, it's just. It's just. Austin was in a weird spot at this point. Taker was fine. It's nothing that they necessarily like 
did wrestling wise that was bad it was just way too long it was way too overbooked there was too much happening too much with flair and just i just wanted to get past it but taker did win so he's the number one contender to the uh the uh, undisputed championship yeah and when it came to the finish it was a dodgy finish oh yeah shockingly after all after i mean you made it through 27 minutes and it wasn't a decisive finish um stone cold had his leg on the rope and rick flair as a parting gift to me he i don't know if you caught it but it was i even saw it on the replay when he went backstage and uh, jonathan coachman showed him and said look you do realize austin's foot was on the rope and he was like what like rick flair turns sees austin's foot on the fucking rope and then counts regardless now yeah. i don't know if that is on purpose because part of storyline or whatever but i think it was literally rick flair having a look and going right now his foot's on the rope now i can make the count as part of that's what is in the script that's what oh, i need man, to do I, I don't know but i was like, like what are you doing it's so weird that this is raw's main storyline and i'm just i'm liking pretty much everything that isn't bradshaw on the show except i'm not really feeling this their promo work leading up to this was actually really good just this yeah. much the length was everything in this one it was just and- too long yeah, and NWO came out as well, and was just they didn't do. They literally just stood on the ramp and didn't do anything. Didn't weird. interfere in the match. They didn't come in after the match. Like it was kind of like why? Yeah, why? I know they're in like a little mini thing with with Austin, but it's, why? Mm-hmm. Was just to get the NWO on the show? Like I, again, mm. it's yeah, it was just bad. Take I a really one. Didn't enjoy the match. That was that. It was way too long. Um, next was, I mean, for your <laughs> sake, you like it. Tag team championship match. SmackDown finally gets a match. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. So this, for the, yes, the tag team titles, Mario's, uh, Billy and Chuck with against Rico. Al Snow with Rico. Uh, I mean, I would let, before we go anywhere, Josh, you know what you need to do right now. Excuse me, coronavirus. Move along. Uh, <laughs> let me, let me, uh, ma, 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 me, 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 me. You look so good to me. Ooh, ooh. Thank you. You've got better at that. Thank you. I've, I honestly have not tried it once. Um, must be just the world <laughs> we're in. My talent's coming out. It's too late. I know. The voice is maybe can. There's too many people in the arena. I can't go on anymore. Uh. <laughs> Josh know. Sings coming to YouTube. <laughs> Josh... <laughs> please make that happen. Oh, please. please. Let's not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So we have Billy and Chuck versus Al Snow and Maven. Obviously, they're tough enough um, pairing. And I honestly don't remember... A Me single either. thing from this match, apart from I, I just put, I'll just read my notes because it's exactly exactly it's exactly what it is. I put it's a nothing match, something you'd see on SmackDown, which we already have seen on SmackDown numerous times at this point. Like I think I, I feel like every billion Chuck match that I've seen so far doing this series is exactly the same. It's, all that's changed is is the opponents. Mm-hmm. Like you have the little match, Rico gets involved, and that feeds into the finish every single time. Uh, and then I put. Al Snow was acting like me playing squash when he was chasing everybody. And I was, it was li- like when I play squash, like I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay at it. I know, I know how to hit the ball, all that good stuff. But 
I go fucking nuts on that court. I will chase every single ball, regardless of whether I have any hope in hell of getting it. I run around that thing like a madman. And I, I suppose it's good because I get my workout in. But when I was watching Al Snow, I was like, this is me. This is me on a squash court. And he, he was literally running around chasing Rico. He was chasing Billy. He was chasing Chuck. Like, whatever he was going on, he was chasing fucking something. I was like, this is me playing squash. It was um, odd. It was weird, yeah. And then I that, remember of course, the finish, left. obviously, because Billy and Chuck retained their championships. Was it a low blow? Mm, yeah. I don't know. Oh, now I can't remember. <laughs> I just remember. I, the, I just remember the uh, the three count. <laughs> I know. I know they cheated. Of course they cheated. Well, of course they did. But I can't remember they how they cheated. But regardless, yes, they retained their titles. They and I believe. To be fair, I always remember, like when I actually look back, like when I was a kid and all that kind of blah blah blah, um, and kind of revisit it in my mind. I always remember Billy and Chuck just being the constant tag team champions. Always, yeah, I remember that too. I so I have a feeling I've got always. I've got this for a very very long time, mm-hmm. which means we have Josh singing that theme for a very very long time. Hell which yeah! Which isn't a bad thing. No, you can uh, hear my sweet luscious voice every single Monday here on the Josh Robinson Double Zero Network. Look at that plug! Snap. Boom! <laughs> mic drop into this fucking twenty-two minute and four second main event. Ah, so this is the uh, the second longest match on the card, and it felt it felt just as long, if not longer, than the Austin Taker match. Because uh, would you? Ca- I'd count this as a SmackDown match because Hulk. Yeah, it's 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 SmackDown. SmackDown. Triple H was kind so of Triple H SmackDown. Was on, he was on both because it was the univer- Universal. Fuck me, I'm in 2020 mode. He <laughs> was the what is it called? Undisputed. There we go. Undisputed, yeah. It literally says it in front of me on this screen. Undisputed champion. Um, it was I mean, a- the start of this match, like, set the tone. So they were doing, like, a test of strength. Yeah. And their bodies were twerking all over the place. Oh. And I was like, here we go. Because I don't remember. I, obviously, I've seen this match probably about three or four times in my life. But those three or four times were a very, very long time ago. Yeah, so revisiting this, I, I did probably I knew watched it, was it slow. once. But... Well, now twice, but um, I don't remember. I couldn't tell you a single spot of this match. I honestly wasn't even sure of who won. Like, I knew that he eventually had it, but I was like, is it here? Um, well, but- we... we, we I mean, this that test of strength itself puts the match into perspective, but they had a figure four spot, which went on for at least three of those 22 minutes, I think it you said. It felt like 20 of them. Because they yeah. were just... It looked like they were having a nap. It was, I mean, we said earlier that there were no rest holds Ooh, in the this, two good matches that we had. Was there was a lot of fucking rest holds. Yeah, exactly. Well, Hogan and he, they was like 84 up. years old at this point. Um, well, he, I, his, based on that, here is a fact for you, oh, which no. I had to look into. This is The match was that shit that I actually went onto Wikipedia to look in, into something. Like, JR, as we were going through this, was talking about um, Triple H being like the young buck and Hogan being the old lion, you oh, know, yes. and that kind of kind of battle mentality going on. And he said, well, Hogan's in his late 40s. And I was like, fuck off, is he in his late 40s? He's at least 60. So I had a look, and I did the maths. Hulk Hogan was 48 in this match. Oh, boy. Guess how, like, to put that into perspective, just, I mean, just by looking at Hogan, right now, this very second, 
Chris Jericho is 49, one year older than Hogan was in this match. It doesn't fucking look like that, though, does it? Holy shit. It's cr- yeah. I, I was like, no fucking way. I always believed that when Hogan was doing, like, doing this part of his run, he was at least mid to late 50s. That's but what he I was thought, too. One... He was just an yeah, old man he's... that had come back from a different era that I hadn't watched. And I knew he was, like, important. But he was, like, an old grandpa. One year younger than what Jericho is now. Insane. Holy and he looks Lord. at least 20 years older than what Jericho does now. <laughs> is, it, is it weird that Hogan almost looks younger now than he did then? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to probably put that down to, like, surgery and stuff. And being a You know, he did get a lot of money over that whole racism controversy thing. So maybe use that Well, to discover the fountain of youth. I wish he would discover the fountain of fuck off because he's annoying. <laughs> That's a soundbite. <laughs> you know, honestly, that could relate to here. That could relate to there. You use that how you want to, everybody. I, it kind of can go with anything. If you didn't like him in 2002, I'm pretty certain you won't like him now. I can pretty much guarantee that because not only was he annoying in wrestling, he's now very much annoying in life with some things. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but not to dwell on the fact, to really, really nail it in, he won. <laughs> yeah, after two... I mean, <laughs> I was, I, it was, it, there was, I watched this probably maybe two hours before we started talking, just the end of it. I was like, oh shit, I've got 10 minutes of that match left to go. Still not knowing what I knew Hulk win, uh, Hulk would win the match, but I didn't know how it would get there. So obviously we had rest holds aplenty up until this point. Then Chris Jericho returned from his promo, Red from his promo, um, and I believe he, oh yeah, he clocked Hogan with the chair and then went to put Hogan, uh, well, went to try and revive the referee who was knocked down, funnily enough. This is 2002. That happens all the time. Yes. And Triple H was like, it ain't happening that way. And then kind of beat Chris Jericho up a little bit, threw him out of the ring. Then the Undertaker comes down and then tries to do it the other way and tries to get Hogan on top of Triple H. So he gets the win. Hogan's like, no, I'm not having that. <laughs> And then Hogan starts beating up Undertaker with his fucking stupid what you gonna do, bro? And all that shit. The worst. Um, and then throws Taker out the ring, then hits a terrible leg drop oh. for the free count. I mean and that was the finish of the main event of the pay-per-view. A leg drop. A leg drop, one, two, three, new undisputed champion. The the Uber young and Uber not looking like sixty years old. Hulk Hogan beat <laughs> Triple H, of all people, who in 2002 did not lose. Let's be honest. Triple H did not lose unless mm. it was Hulk Hogan, apparently. And now we get Hogan as champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. You know what I mean? I think like it's just... brief. I think it's brief. I, If I remember rightly, if it's I brief. If I remember right, I mean, we'll find out. Um, we've got... Next week we had to watch Raw and SmackDown like like we like we normally would, um, as we build towards Judgment Day. I don't I don't know why I'm like celebrating on camera. Nobody can see that, but yes, I'm excited. I can about see Judgment it, and that's Day all that really up. matters. Um, <laughs> but now, yes, Hulk Hogan on top of the world. Overall, the show wasn't like bad, but 
those uh I mean look those well, long we, matches we, were long. During during the Raw and SmackDowns, we give ratings we give those segments ratings out of ten. So it's fitting. What would you give Backlash out of ten? I don't know. Just purely on those two back to back really good matches and Molly Holly, um, I'd probably <laughs> give it a seven. Yeah, so I agree with that. I was going to go was, with seven. It was above average, but it certainly didn't blow anything out of the water. Yeah, so well, I mean, we had what? The, yeah, we actually had a good run of form. The first, like, I mean, the, fir- the, the, the first match was really good. Jazz and Trish was fine. Lesnar and Hardy was good. Angle, Edge, Eddie, and RVD was just they. Those two matches were just fantastic, and then the rest. So there were four duds. And five good matches. Yeah. So I think a seven out of ten is fair. Yeah. It was above average, but nothing too crazy. If you just shorten the length of that take a Stone Cold match, it probably would have been a lot better. And if Hogan yeah. and Triple H just wasn't so long, it or didn't exist. Been better. Um, but we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll, uh, we're excited to get the show rolling again. Um, rolling with all the punches, obviously, because even with sick kids, Ditz, Ditz is like, no, we're finishing this show. Um, <laughs> um, but, hey, I made it to the end. Yeah, you made it to the end. We're, we're not quite at the end. We still got to get plugs in. Um, but uh, that was the first episode back. Welcome back to the network. We're very different podcasters now. Um, and we're a little bit more comfortable doing this show now because we know we've got a set time every week where we can yeah. actually do this. So, um, and if we're in self-isolation dits for two weeks, anytime <laughs> soon, we can record fucking every day. <laughs> we can, yeah, we, we can record. We'll be at WrestleMania by the end of this fucking coronavirus. <laughs> and it's on the, it's, it's not, not WrestleMania 19. Rules. We'll be at WrestleMania 21. We'll be at WrestleMania this year. Uh-huh, happen. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was backlash 2002. It was fine. I'm excited to get onto raw See more Molly Holly and less uh, the, the, I mean, the, the Raws and Smackdowns are like the nitty gritty part of Dits versus Josh. These are because... these bonuses. Technically, if we wanted yeah. to, we could probably skip these, but we want to, well, this is an episodic kind of deal. So we want to try and go week to week and give you as much as we can. Um, I don't, this is the only show on this network where I don't have everything in my brain, like scheduled out in the terms of like, what we can and can't do because really if we wanted to we could do some bonus little things here where we review a show or we watch along a show of something in that year or we could we could do other things with this show if you want to see something from us feel free to um talk to us on twitter because we'll happily take any suggestions on what you think we could do better or what you think you'd like to see if you want to go us and we could do classic stuff if you really wanted to or just stuff that relates to this because i mean it's that era so it kind of there's no real boundaries on this show, which is what I want. There's years of content to mine. Mm-hmm. Technically, like we can, really, we can really do is. this up until there is no brand extension. I, I will be my I'll be in my mid thirties when this finishes. Like if we if we did this from start to finish without <laughs> stopping, just did every single week, I would be in my mid thirties when we finish this, which is fucking mental. I'd be in my thirties, <laughs> which is disgusting. Um, and, but we would look like we're in our sixties because we'd be as tired as Hulk. Yes. Yes. But then 20 years later, when we go back and, you know, we sit down and we do like a documentary series of the rise and fall of Dits versus Josh, we'll look a lot better because we'll be rich and, um, we'll be immune from the coronavirus and we will, but we won't be racist piece of shits. 
No. Well, and that, that'll help us, be. I'm sure. I would certainly hope we're not, um, because <laughs> fuck that. Um, but yes, that was that was this show. I am I'm glad to be back in the the zone of things, and I'm excited for. I'm excited to hear what Tajiri and Tori Wilson do. I'm not gonna lie, it's it's exciting. <laughs> I'm excited. To well, they're gonna have, have for SmackDown and yes, they're gonna have some kind of spotlight because obviously Tajiri is the new cruiserweight champion, so they are guaranteed to be on SmackDown this or next hey, week. Hey, Tori Wilson is a Hall of Famer. Tajiri and Billy Kidman are not. Let that one sink in. No disrespect to Tori Wilson. She had some great moments. Sure. I never disliked Tori Wilson. No, I've always liked Tori. Like she seems she's like never a good a great person. Wrestler, but she never really claimed to be. No, like I mean you had she the wasn't ones there that... for that. She was there to look as beautiful as she was. <laughs> or is really. She looks just as good now as she did then. It's weird. Fair, yeah, fair play to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's she's in her forties now, I believe. Late forties, I think. She looks pretty good. From what mm-hmm. we've seen with recent years in her wrestling stuff that she's done. But yeah, she wasn't there for that. She was there to be in a kimono and with Tajiri. <laughs> or fighting Dawn Marie over her dad. Can't wait. Oh, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for everything. But Dits, you do have other stuff going on. Plug what you need to plug and uh, where can we find you and all that good shit. You can find me, Josh, and everybody is listening over on Twitter at Dits on Wrestling. I've gone for a little bit of a a jiggle um, this past week on Twitter, so every, like literally everything was spread. I have I have about fucking six um, accounts on Twitter just spread over just different things that I do. I've decided to just do the logical thing and just centralize it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but the handle will always remain the same because I think that is what everybody knows me by. So it is at Dits on Wrestling. It will continue to be at Dits on Wrestling. But when you get to that page and you follow it, it's going to be wrestling, gaming, and everything in between. Um, and on top of that, I also have my own podcast. Of course I do. Um, the Dits on Wrestling podcast, the Royal Navy's only pro wrestling pod. Um, probably, maybe, who knows? Um, and that goes out every week, every Sunday. So you get you get back to back dits. Yeah, you get yeah, dits yeah. on a Sunday, and then you get dits on a Monday. But you get the added bonus of having this idiot with me. And you get lots so of then- me because I do fourteen shows, I think, at this point. Um, <laughs> but you get. Dits and Dits versus Josh every single Monday here on the network, and yeah, I'm doing everything else. You know my thing. You know where to get me. Josh Robinson Double Zero is pretty much across the board on everything. I kept everything one like you, Dits. I wanted it all in one. I was thinking about doing another one for the network, handle wise, and I was like, no, this is where you get me. You just have to put up with my nonsense <laughs> tweets along with my network tweets because. And your Giddy the Cat Twitch. Oh, Giddy <laughs> is everything. I like only, those, to be fair. I, I, That's the, the content only thing I, I like. like more than wrestling is my cat, because she is a piece <laughs> of trash. She's sitting over there watching me from afar and judging me. Like I, She's probably wishing some kind of awfulness on me. Probably the coronavirus, to be completely fair. But I hope he gets it, and then I get to eat him or something. She can't stand me. I love her. But she does catch her toys, and she should be a superstar, so... Get ready for all the cat tweets along with my network tweets. But um, no network content tomorrow here on the network. You get it on Wednesday with the Josh Robinson Show. And this week, 
you get a very special guest with me, everybody, for the Josh Robinson Show. It will be the one and only Queen, and we're celebrating Women's History Month, so get ready for that on the Josh Robinson Show, along with everything else. I hope you are enjoying the network and continue to follow me wherever you do, and uh, I guess until next Monday, is there anything else you want to leave us on, Dits? Uh, well, we, we did forget another plug. We plugged both of us, but we need to plug, you know, the show. So, at Dits versus Josh. Oh, yes. So, yes, this show has its own Twitter page, which I run. So it would be very biased towards me, of oh, course. He <laughs> exposed me on my own show feed. <laughs> it's what I do. It's what I do. i got to take advantage. Like, you are this fucking guy who has his own network and stuff. That I get the Twitter page. Yeah, I was that's like, what, that's what I get. You can do the Twitter page and I'll do the rest of the shit. Um, <laughs> but now I'm like, oh, should I just do that? Don't worry. I got it all, Dits. I got it all. But he'll probably, he'll, he's got it all. So yeah, we'll be a little bit biased towards Dits. Don't worry. I will. Well, everyone <laughs> is biased towards Dits. They always fucking vote for him when he wins. 3 <laughs> 0. So I'm saying, free nil. We'll be back to voting next week. And because we actually yes. record this on a Monday morning, my time, um, we can see all the results so it's 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 um it's good so yeah do all that do all that nonsense follow us all where you follow us and until next monday peace out